Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Your favorite joke tellers are back at it again. Plural? Yeah, I've got someone's someone else's joke to tell you. Okay, because I morning. thought it was me and you, and I'm thinking, oh, leave no, me no. out of that. No, thank you. Uh, you, you don't count. Well, you, you did bring a joke one time, so yeah, that you was, qualify. That was a fluke. So this is not a riddle. You don't need to think. You just need to laugh at the appropriate okay, time. All right. Okay. Can you hold up a cue card? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So one Sunday morning, a pastor noticed a little boy standing up front of the foyer, uh, staring at a large plaque, and the plaque's name or the plaque was covered with names, and on both sides were mounted some American flags, and. Uh, this little boy was six years old staring at the plaque and the pastor noticed him standing there for a minute or two and so he walked up and he said good morning and the little boy said good morning pastor he's still focused on the plaque and he said pastor what is that and the pastor replied well son it's it's a memorial to the young men and women who died in the service and then soberly they just stood there and uh, looked at the plaque for a minute and then finally the little boy's voice trembling barely audible, said to the pastor, which service, the 8 o'clock or the 1030? <laughs> oh, there you go. That poor guy. There you go. So jokes are abundant, Randy. They are. Abundant. They, they never stop. They don't. Um, and neither do the sermons. They, they, don't. Just keep, they don't. Just keep coming. Thank the Lord. Goodness. All right, so we were in Ephesians chapter 2 on Sunday, Mm -hmm. uh, continuing in this hardworking faith series. Mm -hmm. Um, And on a slightly lighter note to get started here, too, I felt like you missed an opportunity to disciple the next generation in the Princess Bride, you know, series. I don't know, maybe I missed it, but I don't think you told them what the clip was from. You assumed they knew. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've got my, my son saying... What what is that? And I said it's it's a movie clip, Princess Bride, yada yada. So mm. like you've got this next generation that needs your they do your but, wisdom. But since you're like an expert joke teller, you know that jokes require a certain amount of knowledge in order for them to work. Yes. So you notice you don't explain all the joke. You don't explain it. You just tell it. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of what. I'm expecting on Sunday is that there's a large group of people that know that the others are they're in the dark. You're expecting they a catch, large. They got to catch up. Yeah. Oh, you should have seen the hands. There were like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> so that movie, uh, yeah, it's been a while since you've used it or referenced it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever shown a picture of it. I hadn't, but that picture was just so good for you know for for this verse one. <laughs> Yeah, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins. And I, the first thing I thought of was, you know, how dead is that? That is all dead. All dead. That is not mostly dead. So my sanctified mind went to Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I never saw that. So <laughs> <laughs> there's this opening scene where a guy's pushing a cart through the town and he's yelling, Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. It's like the time of the Black Plague or something oh, like wow. that. And so the, he, this guy throws a mostly dead body on the mm. cart and the guy's like 
he's not dead. And he's like, well, he's mostly dead. Uh, interesting. You know? And then he clubs him on the head. And, and then he's all the way dead. Because <laughs> he wouldn't come back till oh, the next week. Word. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. spiritually speaking, yes. we're all dead prior to Christ. Mm. Um, so I was just thinking about that from a Beyond Sunday point of view. Uh, early on in this, uh, in those verses, verse 2, uh, part of the... Part of the problem is that we're, we are, as humans, following the course of this world, mm-hmm. uh, which is following what was next, the prince and power of the air. So mm-hmm. we're, we're being led astray by dark spiritual forces, but we're following the course of this world. I was just thinking about the air we breathe, uh, the month of June, you know, Pride Month, and mm-hmm. all of the dangers that mm-hmm. are kind of being preached to us from a secular mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. And... Uh, just thinking about the danger out there uh, where most of the world around us, including people who are our neighbors or our co-workers, are, they're in that all-dead state. And what's that mean for us then to, you know, what's, what's that imply for us then? As far as our work. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, the, the difference between working to build a body in church versus working to build the church from outside where you're, you know, you're working with non-Christians and you're trying to mm-hmm. be used by God. Hopefully you get an opportunity to bring them from death to life with the preaching of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly, um, you know, that's certainly part of what we try to do, represent Christ outside of church. Whereas this Beyond Sunday text was talking about, you know, our, um, you know, this week, our ability to differentiate ourselves uh, from that from that dead world. So mm-hmm. for us, you know, beyond Sunday is let's make sure that we are working hard, that our faith is at work to build uh, to build the body. And um, it's 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 that verse, you know, that verse 10 part where we ended where, you know, we're created for good works. So hopefully we're doing those during the week. I do think it's a little bit harder um, because most ministries run on Sundays and Wednesdays, unfortunately, with a with an American church like ours. Mm-hmm. So most of the ministries, not all of them, because you got a yeah, was it last night or or do you got one coming up tomorrow night Bible study? Yeah. So you have one tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I mean, some things do happen apart from Sundays and Wednesdays, but a lot of them do. But there's a lot of serving going on, uh, a lot of serving going on uh, during the week. So that's, you know, those good works at work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, think about the mentoring that's going on, too, in our faith family. You know, uh, with the likes, of, I was just thinking of someone like Gary, uh, Gary Garber, mm-hmm. uh, Gary and Heidi, you know, really active in mentoring some of our folks. And I'm sure others do it, too. Yeah. But that's going on, uh, you know, that's, that's outside of the, you know, a, a, an official church work as well. So... It's but yeah, just responding to, I, I didn't want to blow off that, you know, there is a, there is a place for us to do the good works out there. And there's other texts that say, so that, you know, people will see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. So that's, that's in the, in the scriptures as well, where God teaches us how valuable our good deeds, our good works can be outside of the church mm-hmm. to give testimony uh, to him. And ultimately some of the folks see you at work mm-hmm. and then they, they cross over from death to life. Yeah, and that's part of the maturing process themselves, just getting them in, yeah. uh, getting them started exactly. on that journey. Yeah. Um, 
And then verse four, mm-hmm. uh, which was the next kind of point in your sermon, uh, was but God and uh, keep it sanctified. But that's a big, a big but. It is uh, yeah. huge for us. Yeah, that's... Um, because <laughs> apart from Him, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's no hope. And and yeah. again, I was just thinking about the Beyond Sunday implications of that. And when I'm able to stop for a moment, meditate on that word, or those two words mm-hmm. anyway, but God, uh, it, it stirs up for me uh, a gratitude uh, for what God has done, mm-hmm. uh, a hope that he has forgiven me and it is still forgiving me, and a hope for those in my life uh, who I w- want to see come into that, mm-hmm. uh, come into the family too. Um because we were as far from God as possible, as dead as possible, yet God's He reached down and and He brought us to life. Yeah. So. Yeah, and hopefully again beyond Sunday, we're feeling that new life in us. We're sensing the desire and the capacity to go to work for Him, either outside of the church or inside of the church. And so, you know, all week long, that kingdom focus should be a part of who we are. That's the new life. You know, that whole section. You know, being made alive. We were dead, but. Now he's made us alive, verse 5, made us alive together with Christ. And that constant repetition of with Christ or in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, I think I stress that a little bit because it's almost like, wow, okay, I get it. But all of this is because of our identity with Christ. So when we profess him, this new life is a part of that. So just expound upon the in Christ part for a second. Like what what does that, how does that shape my day? Is there a, a yeah, just the implications mm-hmm. of the in Christ part? piece of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I always like to start with the with the profession of faith, you know, so especially when we're dealing with our, you know, you and I are dealing with, we're church people. The reason why uh, we're doing this Beyond Sunday thing is because mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're church people. So I start with our profession of faith because when, uh, when you and I say we believe in Jesus, to use some of the language that maybe we're familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, or I receive Jesus or I ask Jesus into my heart, whatever language you you are dealing with, um, I like the receiving word that's found in maybe John's gospel. Um, You know, at the moment we do that, Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden his life is a part of us, transforming us. Uh, You know, in the Trinity, uh, you know, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit at work, uh, changing us. uh, As as someone said uh, on Sunday, you know, they, they kept thinking about that new creature. You know, if anyone is, is in Christ, they're a new creation or a new creature. You know, the old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new text. So um, I start I start with that profession and just ask myself and I ask, you know, you as well on uh, this week, uh, you know, is Christ, uh, is his presence powerfully evident in your affections and your desires for him and your um, you're wanting to work for him. I mean, that's kind of this assessment after Sunday, beyond Sunday, just do I have that affection for him? And do I have that desire to work for him? Mm-hmm. Whatever that might be. I mean, think about, you know, our faith family, the, the numerous types of schedules that we have today. Um, you know, everything a lot from of your, your retirees. Uh, you know, I know... You know, two of these two guys uh, this morning, really active uh, retirees serving uh, this refugee family, along with Michelle this morning and mm-hmm. helping them get their Social Security uh, numbers. And um, so you get, you know, you have retirees and then you've got uh, people who are 
working, uh, you know, real, real, real jobs, mm -hmm. not, not like you and me. Yeah. They're doing real work today. Uh, you got moms working hard, some of them outside of the home, some of them inside of the home, sometimes both, um, and everything in between. Yeah. Uh, you know, first shift, second shift. Uh, you know, I know Adam, for instance, working a second shift regularly. Uh, numerous opportunities for serving the Lord. But the, but the question is, is Christ driving that? Is, is, is my, when I get up in the morning, is it your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven, which I can't say that unless it's my life too. Mm -hmm. Something like that is where I like to start with that drive, that drive. What's the motivation? Yeah. What's, what's your motivation when you get up this morning? Mm -hmm. I mean, for us, it's kind of like, I know it can happen for pastors, but you and I should get up and we should be motivated for the gospel for mm -hmm. maturing this place, for loving these people. That's what you and I should be getting up for. Mm -hmm. And that, and again, look at our stage of life. And you've got to do that in the context with a young family. Mm -hmm. I have to do that with the context of an older family. Right. Um, so, you know, with a uh, young, uh, not young adults, now, you know, grown adults and so forth. So, but, but what motivates us is Christ. Mm -hmm. So that, that whole in Christ, uh, you know, we're raised with him. So the profession leads to that transformation if it's genuine. Yeah. Um, I, my mind's going a couple different directions. Mm -hmm. I'll try and keep it rain, rain orderly. Rain it in, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so we're, we're disciples of Jesus. Mm -hmm. we're, we're following him. And the ways in which we have opportunity to follow him, like you just said, they, they're various uh, based on our schedules, mm -hmm. our gifts, whether that's in a formal ministry. I was even thinking of the Good News Club at Donegal Springs. Yeah. If your schedule allows that, if your yeah. you know, heart for kids and yeah. skill with kids is there, uh, or informal ministry you know, with mm -hmm. your family or with your neighbor, hospitality, mm -hmm. just things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So all of those yeah. ways are ways that we can yeah. follow Christ yeah. uh, and then fill in the blank. Uh, but then the other direction my mind was going was um, remembering one that it's that's it's God's grace mm -hmm. that has started the process by God's grace we have faith and then the, that faith leads faith in Christ leads to those works. Um, so let me follow up mm -hmm. that with this question. Uh -huh. I just want to sure. talk for a minute. Yeah about works driven from faith as opposed to works driven from a place of obligation, duty, mm -hmm. legalism, yeah. uh, because I have to do it. Because at the end yeah. of the day, we're trying to make sure that there's no surprises, mm -hmm. right, at the judgment. Yeah. Um, so what are some places or practices, just some thoughts about knowing whether these these works that we were created for yeah. in our life, am I... Am I yeah. Doing them out of duty, yeah. or am I doing them out of faith? Yeah, because of God's grace. So once again, you know, and and um, there's so many there's so many times when we should start discussions like this with the first great commandment: mm -hmm. love God with all your capacity. So I I'm always thinking about: is there affection for God first? So. Um, you know, to be able to to be able to get up and love God in the morning, and to want to serve Him, is is so. Uh, I don't know what you call it. It's um, 
Uh, I mean, I want to say it's real, but that, that doesn't sound, I mean, just, just to, to get up in the morning and to be ready to serve God because you love him. Mm-hmm. It's not natural. That's, that's the starting point. Yeah. If Christ and his spirit are in you, there's that, there's that love for God. So I never get tired of saying, just take note and um, assess your affections for him and start there. Because just, I mean, just think about the obligation, one of the words that you just used. Mm -hmm. If I'm feeling like I have to do this, I'm obligated to do this, and there's no affection in that, Mm -hmm. that, that to me is, is a service that is not God honoring. Yeah. I've lost my sense of adoration of God. I'm, I have the privilege to work with him. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't talk enough maybe about that even that, you know, you and I, and, and you and I, we, we have the privilege to work for God. Now there's nothing better than that, but that ought to be with thanksgiving and gratitude. And that's a, that's a bonus. A lot of times in my prayers with Mm -hmm. the men, you know, the elders and stuff, I'm often saying, you know, God, thank you for the bonus. Not only are we your sons, but we're, we get it. We get an opportunity to serve you. So I think the dividing, you know, what you're watching for is you're watching for those times when your ministry is being done without affection for God. You're not even thinking about Him. You're just going. You're you're just going about the work. Yeah. So can I interject for a second? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, So um, we have a new mission statement, right? That we've been kind of keeping in front of the faith family, pursuing God and advancing God and advancing His kingdom. So I'm just going to let everyone a little behind the scenes a little bit. Part of we're figuring out how to construct that. Oh yeah, uh, Pastor Randy and I were kind of pooling for. Yeah, you it. started. You started that. That was really good. I don't remember where it came from, but anyway, um, it didn't go our way. No, uh, it often doesn't. Um, but Part, partly because another church had it on a sign. Yeah, I think Mount Joy Mennonite. Yeah. If I'm remembering right, something blasted, like that. Blasted Mennonites beat us to this. Anyway, rather than starting with pursuing God, we wanted to begin with enjoying God. Yeah. Um, be just because of the the background and the tendencies of yeah. this church and yeah. people like us, yeah. where we tend to be short sighted on the enjoy God yeah. and who He is, yeah. and just delight yeah. in Him. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that delight, if if we're sensing that we are delighting in God, enjoying God, mm-hmm. it's probably a good marker for our works are being driven for from affection rather than duty or obligation. Yeah, which is why when you, you know, when you hit on the contrast, the, the major contrast in this text in verse four, you know, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. I mean, uh, and, and then five, even when we were dead in our trespasses, this is what he did for us. The reason why that contrast is so critical for this conversation is because that is the motivation. It's his character, uh, his, his uh, you know, the mercy, uh, which was rich, mm-hmm. the, the love, which is great. That if I know that, that I should, uh, that should easily spill over into affection back for him. You know, isn't there another place in the Bible that says we love him because he first loved us? I mean, so I, so, so again, you know, to, to, to handle that, uh, you know, how do I know, um, do I know whether I'm just, you know, I'm obligated, I'm feeling obligated versus I really want to. I think this whole thought of, are you getting caught up with uh, um, just this response of love for God so in everything you're doing? Is that is that saturating your emotions? I, 
which is why, you know, and it wasn't Jerry Bridges that came up with it, but and I, I can never remember the, the book, the name of the book, but it's a little paperback uh, that's still on my desk. And, um, you know, I think that was the author that sort of gave the, the, uh, the thought of the concept of Bridges, who made it sort of more famous, was, you know, preach the gospel to yourself every day. Well, the reason is because there's so much good that comes out of that reminder. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I not have my heart warmed yeah. by that thought of the mercy of God in my life. And, and honestly, I mean, when I remember that, it's so much, uh, it's, and I want to say it's so much easier, but that's really not, that's not correct theologically. When I remember the love of God for me and the mercy of God for me, my own attitude toward myself is transformed. I don't think of myself more important than I should, uh, more, uh, more than I should because no, this is not about me at all. This mm-hmm. is God has been so good to me, which helps me in my relationship with you and others. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Um, the chamber's empty. I'm okay. out. Excellent. Cool. Um, so just looking ahead to this Sunday for a second. We're, are we back in Romans that I see? Um, so uh, we are in Ephesians 4. So uh, okay, if, you're right. coming, yeah, if you're coming forward. to church on Sunday, um, we're going to pick this, this idea up of work again, but this time not with, not with your gift. That was a list from, uh, from Romans 12. But we're making a link to Ephesians 4 because of the link between the measure of faith in Romans 12, which led to the gifts, and this time the measure of grace, which is in Ephesians 4, which leads to gifted people. Five, the Fab Five, uh, was that the Beatles? I, I never know if that, well, you're too young for that anyway, but anyway, there's five gifted individuals. Mm-hmm. There's no list of gifts, but- You what's sure in, evangelism isn't a gift? It's it's a we gifted person. Yeah, we did that. And I told the folks, I don't know what venue, maybe it was Wednesday or I forget. Just throwing me under the bus. I, but only a little bit. Okay. Not, not badly like I do with Ray, <laughs> like Ray Newland or something. Yeah, I know. Uh, but anyway, so I, I am excited about it because even though it's very familiar, it's once again uh, focused on the importance of every part doing its work to build the body. So it's actually the purpose of the gifts is more prominent than the yeah. gifts themselves. So yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, good. And we're going to have to keep it short. The possibility, remember, is, I mean, you've got major duties this weekend. With the, You said a wedding on Saturday, but then on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday for the service. We have, we have a baptism um, scheduled. It's, it's possible that we'll have a baptism depending on a, a, dude, a, a delivery of a baby. That's right. And then also, um, I'll have to explain that later, all that. But And communion. then also communion. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be packed. Yeah, so if you're looking to see... You know, just chaos on Sunday. Just come to the come church. To church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get. The only, uh, the only uh, sure thing that might be settled will be uh, Jason. Uh, Jason and the music side of it might be the only sane minutes that we have. Maybe. It's going yeah, to be wild. No, it'll be good. So, I'm hoping it'll work out. I hope so, too. Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you guys on Sunday. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Beyond Sunday. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday, Lord willing. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.